Chapter 67 Subsidizing Evil In the name of Christian charity, we are being asked nowadays to subsidize evil. Every time we give in charity to anyone, we are extending a private and personal subsidy to that person. If through our church we help an elderly and needy couple, or if we help a neighboring farmer with his tractor work while he is in the hospital, we are giving them a subsidy because we consider them to be deserving persons. We are helping righteous people to survive, and we are fulfilling our Christian duty of brotherly love and charity. On the other hand, if we help a burglar by the tools of his trade and give him a boost through a neighbor's window, we are criminal accomplices and are guilty before the law. If we buy a murderer a gun, hand it to him and watch him kill, we are again accessories to the fact and are ourselves murderers also. Whenever, as individuals in our charity, or as a nation in that false charity known as foreign aid and welfare, we give a subsidy to any kind of evil, we are guilty before God of that evil, unless we separate ourselves from the subsidy by our protest. Our Lord says, For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Matthew 6.21 In other words, your loyalties will reveal your nature. You will put your money where your heart is. If a man or a country subsidizes laziness, drunkenness, illegitimacies, socialist states or countries, and revolutionary activities, its action reveals the kind of moral order it prefers and desires. Every act of charity or subsidy is an aid, an encouragement to someone who is needy and who we believe must survive. To further a criminal in his crime is to say that we believe in crime. It is one thing in mercy to administer emergency help to a wounded criminal. It is another thing to put him on a subsidy. Today, in the name of charity, we are subsidizing evil on all sides and penalizing godly people to do it. Even to condone something by silence or without protest is a sin and involves complicity in the act, according to God. When thou sawest a thief, then thou consentedest with him and hast been partaker with adulterers. Psalm 50:18. We need, therefore, to call most of what passes for charity today exactly what it is. First, it is a subsidy for evil. Second, it involves a penalizing and taxing of the righteous in order to subsidize evil. And this penalizing of the godly is an important part of this false charity. Third, basic to this kind of action is a love of evil, a preference for it, and a demand that a new world be created in which evil will triumph and prevail. If this is what you want, then most of the churches of our day and our federal government should be very much to your taste. The author, Russus John Rush Dooney, 1916-2001, was a well-known American scholar, writer, and author of over 30 books. He held B.A. and M.A. degrees from the University of California and received his theological training at the Pacific School of Religion. An ordained minister, 
He worked as a missionary among Paiute and Shoshone Indians, as well as a pastor to two California churches. He founded the Chalcedon Foundation, an educational organization devoted to research, publishing, and cogent communication of a distinctively Christian scholarship to the world at large. His writing in the Chalcedon Report and his numerous books spawned a generation of believers active in reconstructing the world to the glory of Jesus Christ. Until his death, he resided in Vallecito, California, where he engaged in research, lecturing, and assisting others in developing programs to put the Christian faith into action. The Ministry of Chalcedon Chalcedon is a Christian educational organization devoted exclusively to research, publishing, and cogent communication of a distinctively Christian scholarship to the world at large. It makes available a variety of services and programs, all geared to the needs of interested ministers, scholars, and laymen who understand the propositions that Jesus Christ speaks to the mind as well as the heart, and that His claims extend beyond the narrow confines of the various institutional churches. We exist in order to support the efforts of all Orthodox denominations and churches. Chalcedon derives its name from the Great Ecclesiastical Council of Chalcedon, A.D. 451, which produced the crucial Christological definition. Therefore, following the Holy Fathers, we all with one accord teach men to acknowledge one and the same Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at once complete in Godhead and complete in manhood, truly God and truly man. This formula directly challenges every false claim of divinity by any human institution, state, church, cult, school, or human assembly. Christ alone is both God and man, the unique link between heaven and earth. All human power is therefore derivative. Christ alone can announce that all power is given unto me in heaven and on earth. Matthew 28:18 Historically, the Chalcedonian Creed is therefore the foundation of western liberty, for it sets limits on all authoritarian human institutions by acknowledging the validity of the claims of the one who is the source of true human freedom. Galatians 5:1 The Chalcedon Foundation publishes books under its own name and that of Ross House Books. It produces a magazine, Faith for All of Life, and a newsletter, The Chalcedon Report, both bi-monthly. All gifts to Chalcedon are tax-deductible. For complimentary trial subscriptions or information on other book titles, please contact Chalcedon, that's C-H-A-L-C-E-D-O-N, Box 158, Vallecito, California, 95251 USA www.calcedon.edu This audio version of A Word in Season, Daily Messages on the Faith for All of Life, Volume 6, by R.J. Rushdooney, has been produced by Reconstructionist Radio and narrated by Dan and Becky Knopp. Please visit calcedonstore.com to purchase a copy of this book, that's C-H-A-L-C-E-D-O-N store dot com.